Welcome to With That Being Said, a Rue Fitness Podcast, where we get fit while having fun. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Rue underscore fitness and on Facebook at Rue Fitness. Also, give us a like, hit that subscribe button, share it with your friends, and give us a five-star rating and review. Only kind words. recording (laughs) (laughs) the village people have the village people (laughs) all right hey everybody welcome to with that being said a roof fitness podcast and stacked coaching and stacked (laughs) coaching we have with us the illustrious illuminating wonderful Emily Schneller and Sarah Altabello. <laughs> you didn't know where I was going with like, that. Emily thought for sure you. I was just <laughs> talking about pause. Sarah. Emily thought for sure I was just talking about Sarah. I figured I'd give her a surprise. Illustrious and, and illuminating. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's the light. It's the light. <laughs> it's the today, halo light. It's the halo. Right. So, y'all, today I had on these khaki pants. Um, had. Not, he still has. I still have mine. They're joggers, them. but they're khaki colored with a blue stripe down the side. And I have on these brown leather high top nobles. What are you lifting up my shirt for? What brand are those pants? Born to Lift. I think they're out of some um, East Russian area. Because <laughs> okay. when you order Solid. them, they're super cheap. They're like 30 bucks. Does it take three months to get here? Yes. <laughs> it Got takes it. a long time. I ordered these many months ago, and they just came. They were on sale, like $25. When you see one of those $25 Instagram ads, yeah. and you take a chance, this is what you end up with. But I like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have, yeah. Yep. Multiple pair. They look I good on me. parked my car this morning and Bradley <laughs> had pulled a bike out into the sun and was biking away and did not have a shirt on. And I thought for sure he didn't have pants on either from afar. <laughs> they are that kind of khaki. My skin tone <laughs> matches <khaki>. my pants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. I didn't know it, but now we know my skin tone is khaki. And what are your views of the high top nobles? Um, well, I look cool in them. But Amy doesn't <laughs> like the brown leather um, color with these khaki colored pants, mm-hmm. which I, I it was the best option I had today with these with this light blue stripe going down the side of the pants. Um, so these this is not styled by ALG. Uh, <laughs> she wants everyone to know that because people <laughs> ask. Fair. Fair. Um, but it took a time to get them on. It took me about 10 minutes to get my shoes on today. So I I, no, I don't know how I feel about the high top action. When so. you are ready to take them off, make sure you're done for the day. Yeah, yeah, these shoes aren't coming on. off. So I, that means these pants are staying on yeah. all day. <laughs> good thing we got a cool friend. Yeah, good thing it's a cool friend. Well, I <laughs> purposely put them on because it was cold outside. So, all right, what are we talking about today? Ooh, well we can tie it in roundabout. CrossFit Games' new sponsor is Noble. Yes. Oh! Hey-oh. Look at that segue. Look at that segue. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Noble CrossFit yeah, Games. Reebok is out. I must say that Noble's customer service is about as good as CrossFit's affiliate support. <laughs> but um, We've been struggling with customer service. We've been days. struggling. So <laughs> speaking of customer service, while we're in Disney World. Oh, uh, my gosh. Amazing. Except for our That's hotel. not what I was going to say. So our yeah, the hotel service was not that great. And then the, the, they've used magic bands now. And then, like, if you want to get on this special ride, okay, 
for Hollywood Studios called Star Wars Rise of the Resistance that everyone say is the best ride in all of Disney World, you have to sign up for this virtual queue at 7 a.m. and at 1 p.m. And by sign up, I mean like you need to be on there clicking refresh five minutes to seven. And if you're not in by like 7.01, you're out. Right. Well, I was in both times and for whatever reason, my dad's magic band <laughs> wasn't connected to our account, so we couldn't get in. And I mean, it just seems like a complete effing debacle. Side right? note, I have no idea how old people do Disney. Like there is so much tech involved and like I consider like us relatively tech savvy it was so freaking confusing <laughs> i know i remember my dad's mom loved disney and would like she and my grandfather would go they loved like it's a small world and all this other stuff but she would not be able to handle that if she was no. to go like now so i'm in line for the uh millennium falcon smugglers run okay <laughs> which was a cool ride um and I'm pissed off because I wasn't in this queue. And, like, no one can help me. They're like, sorry, we can't get you on the ride. Like, it's a live queue. Like, there's nothing we can do. You mean to tell me <laughs> this freaking company, Disney, there's nothing you can do? Nothing. They're like, well, you can send an email to customer service. So I'm, I'm in a tizzy. You know what I mean? So I send customer service an email on March 8th, Okay. I got a response this morning. This morning. We're sorry you had a bad experience. Ten days. Ten days. Ten days. That's not good. What I will say about Disney's... We're looking at you too, Rogue Fitness. Experience though is like... I was talking to my father-in-law about this. Like they have people doing things that people don't need to be doing. For example, you walk into Disney World the the day of and they have people... People holding signs that are like, this ride is this way and this ride is that way. They're just standing there holding the sign. And I was like, it's amazing that they're not like just put the sign up there and not have the human being that they're having to employ do that. And my father was like, yeah, but it's way more personable. There was somebody to ask a question to every step of the way. I asked a question to the guy. Except like, getting in the virtual queue for the rise of resistance. Wiping the counter. And he was so helpful. And everybody just seemed like happy to be there, even if their job was to like hold the sign that said, this is where the line ends. You know Except I mean? that it was a kick in the okay. family jewels every time <laughs> I would talk about a ride and somebody would be like, but did you do the Star Wars ride? Rise of the Resistance, okay. it's the best ride. <laughs> Ooh, funny, funny side story. When my sister had her second kid, my other sister and I went up to help her, and she wanted, I don't know why, she wanted a McDonald's smoothie. So we were like, we'll go get it for you. And we went in to this McDonald's, and the manager, Sharif, this was eight years ago, Sharif was walking around, and acted like our two-minute wait for the smoothie was like an hour. And was like, can I get, do you want a water while you oh, wait? Wow. What can I do for That's you? Nice. Great. Have a great day. If you need anything else, we are so sorry about this wait. So <laughs> shout out to Sharif in Cincinnati. <laughs> All right, Sharif in Cincinnati. Okay. So CrossFit Open. That's what we're here talking about. We're in the middle of the CrossFit Open. Um, and it's interesting because I was all about the CrossFit Open for like eight years. Um, the CrossFit Open, this they're in its 11th season. 
Um, it started in 2011 as a means to filter out people to then go to the cross regionals, or I think it was sectionals, and then regionals, and then the games, or it just could have been sectionals to the games. The games used to be at the ranch. Um, it very much was what CrossFit still is today to a lot of boxes, like very raw, okay, and normal people. Yeah. Not Thor um, <laughs> on ESPN. And by Thor, I mean Matt Frazier. And by Matt Frazier, I mean someone who doesn't know anything about how the CrossFit affiliate process <laughs> works or the origins of CrossFit. Okay. So but shout yeah, out to the I Joe mean, Rogan Essentially, podcast. the Open was a way to allow everyone that does CrossFit to participate, but still also find a way to find the fittest people and lead into essentially what is the CrossFit Olympics yeah, or CrossFit it was, Super Bowl. It was a test. Yeah. Uh, the CrossFit Open was always a test. We treated it like a test. And what I used to always tout about the CrossFit Open was I thought it was the coolest. Um, and the reason I thought it was the coolest was because unlike any other professional sport, there is no means for us to participate with those professional athletes. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, it's not possible, right? Um, but here, like, legitimately, I'm doing the same workout as the 30 people that are going to the games. And this still is true, okay? Um, and we all have to take the same means necessary to get there. And I just thought there was something really special about that. Uh, it's really incredible too. I remember, I don't remember what workout it was, but I was doing a CrossFit open workout. And at some point Bradley yells, this is where Rich Froning stopped. Like this is finished. finished. And I was like, oh man, I've got like more than halfway to go. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, these people are really incredible when you like are put to the same test and you realize how incredible they actually are. Yeah. And so no matter what ability you had the opportunity to do it. And somewhere along the way, they added a scaled uh, portion component. component, which was cool. Um, I think it created a lot of angst with people as well um, because people didn't, not a lot of people are super self-aware. Um, <laughs> I'll just say that, okay? Uh, but it was still really amazing. We put on big events. We had judges meetings. Like we ran it like, we run Wadi Gras. Yeah, competition. Okay. Three, three years ago, we maybe it was four now. Three, I guess. Um, Teams was three years ago. Yeah, it was three years ago. We had four team captains. Um, I'm not gonna brag. I mean, maybe a little <laughs> when I say my team won, <laughs> and I was the least competitive going into it. Good job. Captain. We did a draft. <laughs> we did a draft. We had like between eight, the we had four like eighty of us. people participate. Um, we had shirts made. We threw down every Saturday. Um, that was, I think, the biggest we'd done it. Was Burke and I had a little individual competition going. Mm -hmm. Always. Smashed them every time. Uh, but to, to give you an idea, when the CrossFit Open started in 2011, they had 26,000 people show up. Um, and by 2018, there was 250,000 people signed up for the CrossFit Open, which is pretty crazy. Um, over that course of time, there was 33 different unique exercises involved in the CrossFit Open. Um, and many of them repeats. And it has always been 
an amazing thing. The and repeats are kind of cool because you can compare yourself to what you could do the yeah, year before. I absolutely agree. And also with introducing something like the scaled options at some point, it has been cool to see athletes who are maybe getting to do a workout a second time that now get to do it RX because they've been putting in work over the years. Um, and then this year they also have all of the adaptive so divisions. let's talk about why I stopped caring about the CrossFit <laughs> Open. I mean, that's really why we're here, right? Because we're in the middle of the CrossFit Open, and honestly, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I, I don't think give a some shit. of our newer members don't even know what the CrossFit Open is, and I, some of our members are like sad that we're not doing it like we used to. So I think that we're coming here and explaining why. Yeah. I, so two years ago, the games changed their format of how people were chosen to go to the games. Um, and I think they eliminated regionals, right? Yep. Um, and I don't know. I mean, it really doesn't matter to anyone in our gym. No <laughs> one at our gym is going to regionals. No one in our gym is going to the games. Um, uh, we had a former member, former coach, that he had a possibility as a master's um athlete and that was really fun we had a teen that had a shout out to abigail crochet uh that had the possibility of going to the games as well um but when they changed the format like it was weird they switched it from the spring to the fall and now there's going to be two opens and there was just like a dial down of what the open was and it just kind of like let the gat like all the air all out the of cool it. factor went yeah away. like it was all of a sudden like so this really means nothing for most of us now and like i was like this is dumb i think it was a mix of a few things um when we did that that year that was a lot of work on our it was place. a ton of work ton of work um from a logistics which people fail to recognize <laughs> i mean we're doing color-coded google sheets to do scores um, and people have four days to put scores in, which means four days of extra work for us, which is fine. We enjoyed it. But suddenly to do that twice in one year mm -hmm. was a lot. Um, it already kind of always interrupted or collided a little bit with Mardi Gras potentially. Right. And now yeah. you're looking at it colliding, colliding with, with more season. things in the fall, like football season. I think also just the culture at the gym was different at the time, like Abby was super competitive and had a shot then so it got all of us fired up we yeah. had another coach that had the potential that got us fired up we had a whole group of members that were in i mean that was the year we had all the seals we had these right. guys that were living here training for a short amount of time but it was these like young competitive people and it was a different culture and we enjoyed it but yeah. um those things aren't in play anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Our I, whole motto changed too. Like get fit, have fun, you know, right. like, well, and so there, <laughs> there were things along the way that had always kind of turned me off. And so I like that there was a scaled division, but a lot of times the scaled workouts were dumb AF. Yeah. Super dumb. Okay. Like, you know, bear crawls instead of handstand walks. Like, I can't. What is, are you testing? Well, yeah, what are you crawl? testing? Like, ring rows instead of pull ups, and people are doing crazy, stupid, whatever. And like, the knees above the waist for 
toe to rings. Like I'd rather just see ab mat sit-ups or something like that. So everybody can do that. That can tend to be harder, and it doesn't look like you're just flailing around on a pull-up rig. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember one member doing scaled bear crawls. <laughs> it looked like, I mean, it was like a, a mouse, like scurrying across the floor. It was so fast, but they couldn't do the handstand walks. And it was just like, this doesn't challenge them whatsoever. Right. Yeah. yeah. So our options are this either super, super skilled workout or this thing that is dumb as Not hell in terms of a competition and doesn't prove anything. Yeah. Like. What? What are we doing here? And that's kind of what it started to become. Yeah. Um, and I think the really cool thing before it got to that is like if if you didn't do the RX workout, you got a zero or whatever, or you just didn't do it. And then you kind of did the own gym version of it and you still worked out hard or whatever. And that's what it was. But now all of a sudden it was just like this bastardization of all the workouts. And I'm like, now you had people fighting to do RX that shouldn't be doing RX. And it just became a complete shit show. If you ask me, that's the thing that I think, you know, is a big reason why I think that it makes sense that we don't do it anymore is kind of what it brought out in certain people too. Like they've never attempted a muscle up and now they're going to spend like 15 minutes Looking doing up at the muscle up attempts and not working on the skills necessary to do get that skill just because it's in the open and just because their ego says that they have to do it RX. Uh, the other thing is people that don't have any possibility of going to the games or regionals, even the next steps, are doing these workouts like five times and beating their bodies up because just they to beat try so to get so a better score. And that is not our philosophy. <laughs> yeah. I, I know for me, a big reason, even the last one before COVID, I halfway through, I continued to do the workouts, but I decided to stop submitting my scores because what I saw for myself, and I can only imagine it was, it's kind of a nightmare. If you are running a gym that's big into the open, it has got to be a nightmare to program yeah. Yeah. during that week. Because what ends up happening was I felt like I finished the open less fit than when I started. So the workouts get announced on Thursday. You have until Monday to submit your score. Well, you have no idea what you're getting into. So you dial your training back Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe even Thursday because you're planning to do it Friday. You want to have time for a repeat. So you're dialing things back so that nothing is too sore or too fatigued going in. You, oh, you potentially overdo it twice right? Mm-hmm. because you want to get a better score. And then you wash, rinse, and repeat for five weeks. Five and weeks. I was seeing other people do that as well or come to the gym less frequently during that time because they were gearing up for this one workout every week that they had no idea how to prepare for. Yeah. Right. This is something that like we have changed our mind on, obviously. Like we used to be the gym that was big into the open. I wrote a blog post that CrossFit HQ shared, and the title of it is Why Everyone Should Participate in the CrossFit Open, right? And I think part of my point is is like if you want to challenge yourself and you want to sign up for a marathon, for example, 
you probably don't have an expectation of winning the marathon, right? So just who, completing it. Just complete it. And even if you don't have the expectation of going to the CrossFit Games, it's always good to get outside of your comfort zone and to participate and to challenge yourself, right? But our point now is there are ways of doing that that make more sense than participating in the CrossFit Open. So, so like, let's throw some stuff yeah. out there. Like <laughs> regional competitions. Yeah. Um, we love Pensacola Beach Brawl. Didn't happen last year because of COVID. Um, but it's something that our gym typically sends a ton of people to. Mm-hmm. Why is it awesome? Um, it's a single single day. Single day. Okay. <laughs> we travel to it. We all hang out as a group. We, we know the workouts semi in advance. And, yeah. and we kind of have an idea of generally what we can do. And we can prepare for it. And it doesn't totally wreck our bodies because it's a team workout. Okay. Um, and you still get to be in that competition vibe and test yourself. What's another one? Wadi Gras, okay, yeah. which is coming up around the corner. Um, we love doing that. So there's lots of ways out there to do that. And I mean, one of the things that I fully intend on doing for this gym is bringing back a Friday night lights type of thing, except it's going to be a single event. It's going to be a single standalone event and we can crown a gym winner and, and that yeah. will all be great and we can all prepare for it and do it, but it's not going to be five weeks in a row. You know, maybe we do it twice a year, yeah. maybe we do it quarterly. I don't know, but I think it just kind of when you do something like this five days in a row and it's completely random and we can actually have more control of the workouts mm-hmm. um, and what is going to happen, I think it can bring out a better environment. I agree. Or just if you want to get a muscle up this year, like, great, set that as your goal. But then, like, schedule some skill sessions with a coach. Get some progressions going. Don't just say, oh, I've never done a muscle up before, but because they're in the open, I'm going to spend 20 minutes on muscle up attempts. Like, that's not the way to get better. You know, I I would like to talk, and I didn't get to talk to him before this, but I would like to talk to Carl um, Mm -hmm. because Carl has always done the open. He's doing it again this year. But Carl has always done the open of I'm doing the same shit as everybody else. Despite whatever physical disability mm-hmm. I have, I'm attempting to do the same thing as every single other person. Yeah. But now there's 25 different categories. That's that's an exaggeration, but there's a shit ton of categories mm-hmm. okay, in divisions. And I wonder if it takes away a little bit for him. Yeah, I'm not. I would have to. I don't know. It could be better, but I don't know. I I would just. I'd like to think that if I'm attempting to do this, I want to do the same thing with everyone. So. Yeah, but it's good, and I mean, we still program the workouts in class, so you can still see how you stack up. It still sucks. (laughs) Um, I did the first one this past Monday, and it was tough. And I enjoyed. We still have a few members that signed up. I enjoyed judging them and I remember that adrenaline but I it's weird as much as I had fun on Monday with them I don't miss it so just it's just for everyone knows this is not just a rue thing okay um since 2018 when they made these changes 59,000 less people have signed up for the open yeah it doesn't surprise me so this is this is across the board type of thing um so that gives you a little bit of background on our thinking of it, how we approach exercise, how we approach competition, what we're thinking. And I am not letting anyone down. We're going to do this. Um, the COVID numbers are almost there to where we can yeah. we can throw a big shindig together. My target is May, end of May, 
when uh, Wadi Gras is done, numbers were super down. Most people in the gym will have been vaccinated by then. Yeah. Um, and we can all get together and drink and have a party um, and do that. So any other takeaways? No, I mean, I think we have just, I think we've done a good job of meeting the culture of our gym where it's at. And mm -hmm. when the open was really big, it, the demographic of the gym was very different than what it is now. Um, and it, the, we're still capable of doing everything in the open, but putting a big emphasis on it is just not where most of our members are in their lives. And yeah. we're aware of that. And we're still able to accommodate those that do mm -hmm. want to participate in the open. And we're still judging those that yeah, have done it every year and don't want to break their streaks. So love it. All right. We hope you guys have a great day. Peace out. Bye. Bye.